0: We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome
1: to episode six. I am thrilled to welcome Emma Bates to our show today. Emma is a blogger and small business owner who started Mill & Main Creative with her business partner, Courtney Harvey, this summer. Previously, she ran a gluten-free and vegan granola company and an online canning supply store. Emma blogs at Emily Bates, where she focuses on helping other mothers start and grow their own businesses. I've known Emma since almost the very beginning of my online business journey, and she is just one of those personalities that I instantly connected to. Today, Emma is going to help us work through the often daunting task of creating a business plan, but have no fear because Emma is going to break this down into six simple questions that makes this one-page plan absolutely doable. So let's go ask her how she planned her business. Hey, Emma, I am so glad to have you on our podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah. I was thinking about how long you and I have known each other. I feel like I, it feels way longer than it actually has been. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But I think it's because like both of our businesses and our lives have just gone through so many evolutions over the time that we've known each other, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that I'm super excited to talk to you um, specifically about what you're doing in your business now. So if you could share just with our audience, what it is you do and who you uh, work with and the services that you provide. Yeah,
2: sure. So, um, I have recently started a new endeavor with my friend, Courtney. Um, we started mill and main creative and we are offering, um, marketing and branding services to small businesses. Uh, we have a couple of bloggers, but most of our clients, um, are falling into sort of a creative business, uh, trend. So authors, um, jewelry maker, um, course creators, that type of thing. And most of what we do is back-end tech stuff and branding graphics. So everything from a new logo and Instagram quote graphics to uh, building a course in Teachable, um, setting up email lists and all that back-end type of stuff.
1: That's great. And are most of your um, clients now project-based or are they like long-term? Do you work with them?
2: Um, most of the time, uh, we start project base. Um, a lot of them turn into long-term clients, um, that we're just doing sort of routine maintenance for that tends to be more hourly, um, just because it's not as steady. Right. Um, but all, all of our, our newer clients are definitely, we, we set up a
1: project, um,
2: and then we go into maintenance mode if we need to after.
1: That's great. That's awesome. Well, I love what you're going to talk about today and that we're talking about creating a one-page business plan. And I have to tell you that I've actually, for this business, for the Launch Guild, and even before that, when I was Tasha B Solutions, I never set up a business plan really myself. And I think when I was thinking about this, I was like, there's two reasons why. Number one, because I don't even know if you know this, but I used to own a group fitness and a dance studio. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And I remember like the craziness that it was to like get all the documentation together and create this like you know, pages after pages of a business plan and working with like small business owners, like other small business owner mentors to get that together. And it just felt so overwhelming that like, I never wanted to do it again. (laughs) And then then I think the second reason was because especially in the online business space that we're in, it feels like things change so quickly that like, when I think of about a business plan, I think of it a lot of times and like, the traditional sense where it's like, you know, you're, you're forecasting five or 10 years out. And I'm just like, I can't even forecast like six months out a lot of times. So how do I, you know, how do I go about that? So tell us a little bit about what you do in, you know, creating this business plan and how it's different for online businesses, probably than it would be different for like a brick and mortar.
2: Yeah. So I totally know what you mean. I have done two of the quote unquote real business plans where you have to do financial forecasts and all the crazy stuff that involves math that I don't really like. Right. And, um, I mean, I think those are great for traditional businesses, especially if somebody's, you know, trying to get financing and that type of thing. But, you know, in our line of work, that's not often what we're going for. Um, but I am a big picture person and I like to know what I'm working towards. And I like to sort of think about how i need to break that down in order to reach my goals. So I think this one page business plan is a great solution. Um, It really focuses on sort of the um, the why and the how instead of like the financial aspect of a business plan. Right. Um, I've gotten it down. It's six questions and then kind of making a plan based on that. Um, So it's not overwhelming. And I think, you know, if, if you just take a couple of hours and sit down and really kind of dive into these questions that you can come out of it feeling like you do know what the next six months are going to look like. Um, and, and I really do this things change fast online. Um, and I think it's very important to revisit this every six months, at least, you know, whether you do it quarterly or six months, um, you know, you, I think you can tweak and change things as, you review it, um, but it you know it does give you that sort of big picture overview that is really important in an online
1: business. Right, I love that. And so I guess my follow up question with that is for I know that with virtual assistants, especially like a lot of us started because we just wanted you know some extra pocket change, those sorts of things. We wanted a little bit more additional income to support our families and everything, and our businesses kind of grew out of that. Um, and so. How do we approach that? Like, if somebody's starting basically from scratch and doesn't really even see this, you know, sees this more as a side hustle right now, but yeah. maybe wants to take it. Um, still take it very seriously. Like, how do you even create goals for something that you're like, I just want to make a hundred dollars? You know, <laughs> like yeah, you know.
2: Um, you know, I think sitting down and at least taking a look at the questions and maybe to start brainstorming. But I really, this is definitely the kind of business where you need to jump in with both feet and figure out. You know, what do you like to do? What do you not like to do? What kind of customers are you attracting? And who do you, you know, really like working with? Um, And it might be the kind of thing that you just keep these questions in the back of your mind for the first six months. And then you sit down and you're like, all right, I have a much better idea of the kind of services I want to offer in the long run, you know, the kind of people I want to work with um, and, and make it more of a process instead of a sit down and do it kind of thing.
1: Right. Okay. So for our audience today, what's the one takeaway, like as they're creating their business plan or as they're even thinking about like setting their goals, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the one thing that they can kind of start right away that will make the biggest impact the fastest?
2: Um, I mean, the first question is, what is my business trying to solve? And I think that, you know, that has to be in the forefront of every virtual assistant's mind because I think it's really important to focus on, you know, how are you making your clients life easier? Um, You know, you hear the horror stories about people who, who jump in to working with a client and the client thinks that they can not communicate at all and still get stuff done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've had that client before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and so I think if you, um, you know, you, you make it a point to say, all right, I, I would like to help you solve problems in your business. You know, what, what is it that you hate doing? What is it that you need somebody to jump in and do? Um, And, and really think about uh, how you can, uh provide them with uh information that will make it easier for them.
1: Right. I love that. Yeah.
2: So that you're you're not you're not relying on daily communication, maybe, but you you get get uh you know the broad overview and your tasks and you know what you need to solve for them. Right. Um I've been reading Building Your Brand Story. Have you read that? I haven't. Oh my gosh. You have to go get it. Okay. I will. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Donald Miller, I think is the author. And uh, he goes into a lot about um, like communicating your brand to your customers. And uh, I picked it up because I'm also a blogger. And so one of the things um, I do in my spare time is as I run a blog and I have courses that I sell and stuff. And so I've been feeling a little bit like all over the place with that. And I sat down and started reading this book, um, on a recommendation and it really felt like I needed to do this for all of my businesses, (laughs) just sitting down and really thinking about, he really wants you to think about, you know, like what are you trying to solve for your customer? And that he's really big on, you're not the hero of the story your customer is. I love that. Uh, yeah. I think it's such a great mind shift when you start looking at it that way that, you know, your customer is the hero and you need to be the supporting character that makes their business shine. Um, and, I, you know, I think that's all wrapped up and, you know, what, what problem can you solve for them?
1: Right. Um, I was just telling you before we started, I was telling you about uh, reading the book Clockwork. And one of the things that um, Mike Michalowicz talks about in that book is he calls it the QBR, which is the queen bee role. And basically that's the role... Um, and that's like what your whole business is centered around protecting. Like, that's kind of like your core value. Like if this one thing goes right in your business, your, your client base, you know, everyone will be satisfied and you will continue having business. And I think that that, you know, your brand story uh, sounds very similar to that and figuring out like what problem you're trying to solve for your client. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. So, um, you're going to be providing a PDF. That's an outline of these six steps for us, right? So that we can kind of good. So can we go over maybe like one or two more of the questions that you have on that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, you know, problem and solution are the first and second, all about, um, you know, thinking about those types of things. And then the next ones are more about um, sort of the inside of your business. You know, how are you going to be making money? Who is your competition? Um, And then I really think the sort of next important one is who are your customers? Um, You know, I think a lot of virtual assistants, uh, they start out and they'll take anyone because it's important to start building, you know, clients and testimonials Mm -hmm. and all of that. but I think it's really important after a while to really think about, you know, who do you enjoy working with most? Because I think you do your best work when you are happy in the relationship with your client. Yeah. Um, and so taking the time to really think about that, who are going to be your best customers? Who do you enjoy working with the most? Um, You know, who do you, who fulfills your soul? Because you don't want to be in these relationships long-term with people that drain you. I mean, you know, I've gotten off discovery calls where I just felt like I need to lay down and
1: take a nap because
2: <laughs> they took every scrap yeah. of my energy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big sign. Okay. I can't work with that person because yeah. I will <laughs> I will sleep for the rest of the day every time I have to talk to them. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. I yeah. remember like early on, um, and I work with most, mostly coaches and course creators now. And early on I was one of those VAs that was like, anybody that will pay me, you know, I will work with. And realized very quickly that like I don't care about fashion or beauty, you know. And so working with fashion beauty bloggers, influencers, like that wasn't wasn't my cup of tea because it wasn't something that I felt invested in or that I understood very well, you know, or cared about. So yeah, I definitely think that figuring out your client and figuring out your niche is super important. Even if you do it on more on the back end after you've kind of established yourself for a while, you know, and then kind of grow from there in it.
2: Yeah. And I don't think it's a mistake to just take anybody in the beginning. Yeah. You know, I think it's all good lessons and you know, it might be painful at times, but I really think it's important part of growing your business is to find out what you don't like and who you don't want to work with.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. So I don't want you to tell us all of the questions because I want people, (laughs) I want to leave the element of surprise there. So uh, yeah, but um, if our audience wants to download this, they can go onto my website afterwards. It will be in the show notes, um, the link to download. And it's a great PDF that has the outline for creating this one page business plan that, um, that can help, um, everybody grow their business. And, and I love that you said it was about goals because that's really, you know, that your business plan isn't just there to sit and collect dust. It's the thing that you come back to that says, okay, am I sticking with what I said my goals were or have, have my goals maybe evolved too, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a living document. Yeah. I love that living document. (laughs) (laughs) So where can our audience find you? Um,
2: so yeah. millinmaincreative.com is my business website and my blog is emaleebates.com. It's not Emily, it's Emma Lee. <laughs> I always have to say it that way now. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, those website? are the best places to find me. Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah. And you're, I'm sure your social media is all, all on your both of your websites. So we'll yep. be able to, to find you on Facebook and Instagram and all those fun places. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you and I'm super excited um, that you are gonna help us with our business plan. So have a great
0: day.
2: Thanks so much for having me. It was great to talk.
1: Thanks.
0: That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment, and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.